Hello, and welcome to Couple Conversations. This podcast is centered around relationships as my wife and I will be diving into some open, honest, and thought-provoking conversations about our marriage. In this episode, we talk positive growth. What are ways that you've grown or changed in the last year? What areas do you see positive changes in me? We'd love to hear your thoughts on the matter, so make sure you leave a comment on our Instagram or YouTube, or send us an email at coupleconversationspodcast at gmail.com. Welcome them. Today. Welcome to our basement. <laughs> uh, yeah, another episode of Couple Conversations, huh? Uh, we already got comments here. Nick Nick's saying here Yo. early. There you go. You, you kind of tricked me. Thought it was someone else, uh, and he says shout out underfunded, which is who I thought it was because I saw the the Yo. What good friends you have. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Here we are in episode six couple conversations like last that. time was five oh. so that makes this one six you said last time was six i thought i don't pay attention yep so um yeah hectic night tonight we uh well it's been snow days galore mm-hmm. and um apparently you should be proactive and have like groceries for those things <laughs> Uh, and we weren't, and tonight we were chaotically, Mike got off work, we were, no, I, sh- like, buried, unburied the car, Mike dug a hole for us to get out of the driveway, yep. we got groceries, got home, got everyone to bed, bed, yeah, um, in like an hour, <laughs> yeah, we waited way too long to go grocery shopping, and it's been a wicked snowstorm for the last, like, two days, um, so our car was buried, uh, but we made it out to the grocery store. Exciting life we yeah. live on a yep. Friday night. Uh, but yeah, we didn't get home till like seven something, maybe close to seven thirty or so we somewhere were, around there. So we were running around getting the kids dinner. And I think our kids might actually still be awake. So. They're definitely awake still. Definitely. <laughs> they? They, we just put them to bed like True. 15 minutes ago. True. So you might see them running down the steps right there. We should like fill that in or something. Mm. That would creep me out if I was sitting down here and people just start popping up out of there. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, we have a podcast to do. So uh, enough with the dilly dally. I guess do you, last week we kind of uh, like you talked, know, talked about, about what had happened yeah. between our last ones. Has anything happened? You well, last the kids time? had snow days last weekend, this week, so it's just been like a lot. And in our personal life, I don't think anything out of the ordinary really that was like super exciting. We haven't got to go out on another date anytime soon. No, or, like last we're doing months. frugal February. Uh, yeah, this is terrible, and it was my idea. My friend had talked about that they were doing it. And I was like, oh, that would be so responsible. I should do that. 
And then I said we should do that on the same day that I wanted to go get my nails done. And that was a terrible part on my part, too, because then that means I wasn't able to. And we're building these book it like built-ins in our living room, and they cost like a billion dollars. And I desire to paint the living room today with the rest of the paint and it's only halfway done and it's only the beginning of February so <laughs> Nick does it that doesn't surprise me old man Richardson I always call you Richardson I hope you know that <laughs> you're you partake in the frugalness some people I know go extreme with like they only like they don't even buy groceries. They have to use up everything in their pantry and freezers. Which we already we, did. Yeah. <laughs> Unintentionally. Because we, we Mike loves grocery shopping. I don't like it because I'm the one that's put everything away. Yeah, but I gotta get it all out of the car. Oh. Just way worse. Try lugging a <laughs> no, bunch of look- groceries in through like 18 inches okay, of snow. Okay, you heard it here first. We're switching. We're reversing this next time. I'll okay. bring in the groceries. I'm okay with that. Actually, I take those words back because you'll put everything <laughs> away all wrong. Like what you do with laundry. The girls will like do their, put their laundry in and they'll be like, mommy, this isn't mine. <laughs> this is the baby's. And I'm like, hey, I don't do that bad. Si- I don't put onesies <laughs> in with our four and seven year old. Okay. Okay. And but our, our four and seven year old wear similar size clothing. They're now, exactly. So I mix it up all the time. Same. Yeah. They're always like daddy and roll their eyes. Anyways. Yeah. So we're doing frugal February. Just because it's financially smart for us. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the price of cost of living has gone up. My pay has not, so time <laughs> to get frugal. Um, but yeah, we've been snowed, ha- had quite a few snows, which is nice Mike's for me. His best life. He loves snow days. Yeah. Well, he just loves snowstorms. Mm-hmm. And we started. Did we start the? 90 days through the gospel thingy. Yeah, we did. In between. Our, friend, our friend said to us about that, too. It's the 90 days through the gospel. But did we thing. start that after last episode? I think so, right? Because mm-hmm, it's like on eight, day 18 now. So it was like mid-January. But it was like right before that. But we didn't get a chance to share. And it's really cool, especially if you are like interested in reading about the Bible. It gives like a cool like little like description of it in the beginning. Um if you use break it down. the U version Bible app, which is like the number one Bible app, like that's out there when you search for it. So yeah, and it's free. Anyways, that's it's free. So if it's frugal <laughs> February. Uh, what else? But no, it's a it's a cool little devotional plan. It's supposed to take you through the Gospels, the New Testament Gospels in ninety days, and. The first day, there's a a really cool YouTube series, actually, uh, that breaks down different books of the Bible. Um, I think a coworker of mine, actually, Ryan, Hmm. mentioned it, like, when it first came out, I feel like. Oh, this one? Yeah, not, like, this plan, but the YouTube videos. Uh, Because they're, like, six years old, so they weren't, like, made for this plan. They were just made. Uh, But the videos are really good. They do a really good job of breaking down the Bible in like understandable, relatable ways, like language and, uh, and they're, they just are done really good. They use animation and like, it's a really well put together video. Uh, but we started that been trucking through that. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a chapter a day so far. We're like 
almost done with Matthew like halfway through. Yeah, it's been really so, good. Um, good. I've struggled to find a TV show. Story of my life. It'd be really helpful if I knew someone who like recommended like shows and movies um, and like video games and preferably hmm. I don't know. And I'm not a video game know. person, but like I don't know anybody to like I don't, I don't know recommend either. anything that's good. Oh. There's a couple yeah. podcasts out there, but they're not really that good. What is that? Oh, it's your guitar. <laughs> yeah, I accidentally hit it stretching. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> wasn't trying to show off. My I actually asked him about shows, but like. We have very, I like dumb, pointless TV if I'm going to watch TV. I'm not a TV person, which is ironic because no. Showboy's mm-hmm. here. Showboy 1 and Showboy 2 out there. Um, Me and Nick are 1A and 1A. I, I was going to say 1A and 1B, but that still is one is above the other. We are the oh, same. You are equal. You are, yes. you are one. We are one. Uh, I did start with... The only reason I watched this show is because it had Hillary Duff in it, the How I Met Your Father. I never even saw the original, but it had Hillary Duff in it, and I was like, huh, Lizzie McGuire, obviously I'm going to watch that. Which, speaking of TV, real quick, did you know Paramount Plus has, like, all the old Nickelodeon shows from, like, the 90s and stuff like that? Yes. Zoe 101 is on there. I mean, I, that's a little past your generation there. Old man Courtney over here, no. but... I started watching something on Paramount Plus today. What was it? It's called Star Trek Prodigy. Oh, lame. Yeah, it's pretty good. My daddy used to watch Star Trek. It's a, it's a cartoon. Probably aimed for middle school kids, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> like everything you watch. Yeah, Actually, pretty that's much. not true. Um, okay. you did Wait, you did start watching something oh, yeah. that I thought it's... probably would be a good show and mike will have to tell you the people that are in it i don't we know this about me i don't know anyone's name <laughs> actually it had people that i knew from like tv shows that growing up so that's why i was okay with watching it but it's called Dollface, and who's the main girl cat dunnings which i was talking about her today i like her personality i think she's really funny but her voice is kind of annoying which i feel very rude about saying that about hey. someone Truth hurts sometimes. But it's just like kind of like high pitch and squeaky, but she's really funny. Yeah. You'd know Kat Dennings from Broke Girls. Two Broke Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was most recently in WandaVision. Uh, but yeah, the show, I think I would actually probably hate the show, but it's like weird enough that I probably would actually like it, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like not my type of show. But I probably would like it because it's super weird. <laughs> Have you seen Scream Queens? <clears throat> no. That one I... is really dumb, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Instead of my brother, who's like <laughs> 38. <laughs> and then he oh, it has Brenda Son in it. Hey, Britt. What's up, Britt? And it had um, Shay Mitchell. Is that her name from Pretty Little Liars? I don't know. I don't, watch that I don't know. It was funny. It was weird. And I was into it, so. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I might actually Mike try to just... watch it because <laughs> the parts that I came up and saw were pretty out there. Yeah. Mike would come upstairs and be like, what are you watching? And then he'd go back downstairs and be like, you're still watching this? Well, she started watching Tom and Pam. I don't want to talk about it. Don't say that. <laughs> without realizing what it was actually about, which is hilarious. I was homeschooled. Do we need to ring this everyone's <laughs> forefront? But yeah. Anyways, that's, what, that's been what's uh, been going on 
that didn't, <laughs> didn't come out very well. That's what's been going on here. Um, I wanted to see that. I'm yes. assuming you're talking about the Tom and Pam. Oh, no. No, I like Dollface. You have to specify. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of what's been going on the last couple of weeks. Let's get into the topic here. That was probably really loud because it's right. <laughs> but uh, all right. Okay. See, she just says yes. I, I gave you two options. Be nice. And you say yes. You say no. <laughs> All right. So the topic today is uh, positive growth. So the card says, what are ways that you have grown and changed in the last year? And what areas do you see positive changes in me? And then there is a verse here at the bottom that says, Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. And that's 2 Peter 3.18. So I'll let you go first. Because um, I talk way too much Yeah. Uh, oh, last night. Oh, so. oh, on your podcast then? Yeah, yeah. So you need to rest your vocal yeah, strength? Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Back so, of Courtney show. One at a time. What ways have you grown and changed in the last year? We were talking about this because um, the last... No, it's been longer than a year. Thanks for thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> um, that it's been like, I don't know, since... If we take it back to the beginning of a big growth like period in our marriage and relationship in general. Um, so we've, I don't think we've ever really experienced anything that more or like so in depth, like we did that time. I'm trying to find the words to say it. So why don't you explain what happened though first? Cause I think that's a good background of the growth that we've gotten to at this exact point in our marriage. And just like our relationship and who we are today. Like what happened with me? Yeah, because I think that like plays a huge part into, um, I don't know, just like how, like, like I said, it hasn't, like in the past, we've been together for almost 14 years in April. And I don't think we've ever been through anything that was like a, like challenging or like that experience real depth and growth besides like having kids you know like obviously uh, that, that just you know giant life-changing it is a giant life change times. but it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> as like i feel like it wasn't as intense as like what i've gone through in this past year myself personally yeah it was a life change but it was kind of one of those things where you just like thrown in you're like you just go with the flow kind of thing um this is with the first one and the second one at least so <clears throat> this is delayed Where's my neck? Really just says. <laughs> it's not delayed. No. no. Um, okay, so November, I think it was. In twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. All actually, probably might have been a little before that, but anyways, around October, November of twenty twenty, um, I went through some stuff. And yeah, and it was hard. No, you're, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I knew you could do that. Uh, so no, I, I'm trying to think of the best way to give the most details without 
having this story take a half hour. Yeah, this is a long story if he doesn't. Okay. So I was feeling some like pain, general pain here in my lower back rib area. And it, it almost felt kind of like a cramp you get when you're running or whatever after you drink a bunch of water or something. I was going to say, how do you um, know what a cramp feels like after you got done running? Wow. Wow. Arms down. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So glad I'm medicated. <laughs> um, but no, it like it was it lingered around for like a week or two. And uh, one night I was laying in bed and I was just like kind of half joking to myself, but also, I guess, not half joking to myself. <clears throat> but um, I was laying there and I was like, well, I have no idea what this pain is. What if it's something that's going to kill me? Like, at least, you know, today was a good day with the, the kids or whatever. So I'll go out on top, I guess. And then, like, that sent me into a very weird anxiety-filled state in that moment um, in combination with some actual physical stuff that was happening in my body. Um, but basically, I had like a combination of a panic attack and a spasm of my diaphragm, which sounds really weird, uh, but we'll get into that next. But I didn't, I've never had a panic attack in my life, so I didn't really know what was going on, but, uh, like my heart started fluttering and it felt like it was skipping beats and I was, I got like real hot and sweaty and like was obviously panicking. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Like, am I having a heart attack? Am I actually like going to die right now? Um, I didn't obviously cause I'm here, <laughs> um, but, it, you know, it lasted for, I don't know, probably like 20, 30 minutes or so, and then another 20 or 30 minutes to calm myself down. Uh, but I had never experienced anything like that, and it freaked me out. And uh, I've, I'm have i not like an, a super unhealthy person, but I'm also not like a super healthy person. I fall probably somewhere in the middle like most people. Uh, like my diet's not the greatest but it's also not the worst. I'm, I don't, I'm not morbidly obese, but I am overweight. Um, I don't exercise. I probably should. Anyways. Uh, so after that night, it kind of like, I thought I had always been okay with, like, I thought I had, I had accepted my mortality and realized that obviously I'm not going to live forever. Because I would always talk about like, uh, you know, someday I'm going to die and it's going to be okay, whatever. But this experience, not knowing what it was yet, um, made me realize like, oh, you know, I am in my mid-30s, which isn't that old. Well, I'm not even in my mid-30s yet. I'm technically 34. So, um, <clears throat> but like. I have two friends who in their late 30s actually did have heart attacks. They they're fine. They they you know nothing terrible happened. But like I'm almost to that age where that could actually be a real tangible possibility. So it sent me in this spiral of like 
do I have like heart issues? Am I like, is there something I need to go get checked out? Like I haven't been to the doctor in probably like 15 years. Um, like I have a wife and three kids, you know, about to have three kids. Like I don't want to die. Be Even though like I'm, I'm a Christian. I know where I'm going to go when I die and I'm excited to like, spend eternity in heaven, you know, worshiping Jesus with the hosts of angels and like everyone else. But like, I also really enjoy my life here, which this is a whole other separate story that we could talk about, like the duality of being a person of faith and, but not wanting to leave your earthly life behind. Um, But when you get down to it, like, I love my life. I love my family. I would hate to not to get to see my kids grow up. And I hate imagining Becca and the girls like having to live life without me. So that sent me down a whole other spiral of depression and fear and anxiety. Um, But I, I couldn't get into a doctor anywhere because COVID was, you know, raring up. And no one was accepting new patients. So I ended up going to a chiropractor, which I've always poo-pooed. Like her side of the family is super hippie, holistic, natural (laughs) stuff. And like some of them are a little bit too like really weird with it. Okay. We at a home. Some of them. No, I know. But not like some of them are kind of weird. Um, So I've always like been like, ah, whatever. So, but that was the only place I could get in. Plus, like, you know, I figured this pain in my lower back could just be like a lower back pain. So maybe getting adjusted could help. So I go there and then I end up like telling this whole story to the chiropractor. Um, And she's like, oh, well, let me check where your stomach is, which, you know, your stomach should be like right here in this general area. Um, and your insides, they can all move around, you know, because they're not, like, set in place, really. Uh, so she checks, and it turns out my stomach was, like, riding way up under my ribs here into my diaphragm. And when that happens, it can irritate your diaphragm, cause it to, like, go into spasms. And your diaphragm is connected to your heart muscles. So sometimes when your diaphragm freaks out too much, it can pull on your heart. And when that happens, people feel like they're having a heart attack and like feel like they're dying, which makes sense because if something was pulling on your heart, that would probably not feel great. So that's what happened that night in bed. And um, that ended up, long story short, that ended up explaining a lot of feelings I've been feeling physically in my body for probably like six months to a year prior to going. Like I've always had discomfort right here and right here. And I just thought it was because I was chubby and have bad posture, which probably plays a big part in all that (laughs) stuff. But turns out like my back pain back here, I had a couple of ribs that were kind of not in place fully. So like, anyways, long story short, everything that happened was completely explainable. But to me, I was still freaked out. And like, I mean, when I say freaked out, I was like legitimately depressed. Mm -hmm. Like every other day I would just like see the girls and I just start crying Mm -hmm. because I'm like, 
what if I die and I'll never get to see them again or something? Yeah, you couldn't even watch like. Well, we also. Yeah, but that movie was soul and it was about (laughs) death and all that (laughs) stuff. So, yeah, probably not the best movie to watch with the girls, but they wanted to watch it and I couldn't even get all the way through it because of. I mean, I mean, you were the, the whole thing is it. about death, and I'm just like, oh, it's too soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 comforting that we can laugh about that now because yeah. I feel like it was so long, like it was the longest period of our life. Because I, again, Mike is a very laid back person. He goes with the flow, like he does joke around. He's like, we're all gonna die someday. Get over it, like type of person. Like, and that's just like who he is and like it was the scariest thing I've ever seen in my entire life because I've never seen him like that or like been that like close close to someone that has gone through something like that and unfortunately it was like as soon as I got pregnant with our third (laughs) daughter that's when all his stuff happened so like the whole time you know, going through your own pregnancy hormones and then seeing him, it was just like in COVID too, like the pandemic was still going on. It was literally like the most dark time of our life. I feel like when Mm -hmm. that all happened with him, um, but I was legitimately depressed, like not like I should probably not like sad. Like I was uh, like depression. Yeah. Like not like like nothing that brought me joy before made me happy like i couldn't even come down here and play video games or something like just like playing music music's a huge part of my life i i could i literally couldn't do anything to bring me joy and i was just constantly like melancholy and like just in my own head thinking these thoughts and like crying a lot (laughs) and like it was rough but no like I was never like suicidal the whole thing I was afraid of dying so like why would I do (laughs) I just feel like that's something you should probably add to it yeah no no but and that's the first time I had ever felt those feelings before so Mm -hmm. that also was then playing even more into the depression like like holy crap this is like I don't feel like me what's going on and that just it just spiraled out of control and it lasted probably close to an entire year i would say yeah right before we had our you yeah. went and got to, went to the doctor but like lots of trips to the chiropractor you know getting my nutrition right like i even had like uh not like ekgs but like some tests done with my heartbeat and stuff and like everything that I I ended up getting into like a physician. Finally, we found a a family doctor, which is nice because I, like I said, haven't been to the doctor in like 15 years and like told him the whole story. And he was just like, no dude, like all your vitals and stuff are really good. Like you're fine. (laughs) Yeah. It was definitely Um, comforting, but yeah. Um, you made some drastic life changes too. I feel like during that time, like, um, not even like your walk with God got even closer too, because I mean, like that's where you clung to, you know, just hmm. trying to like put yourself back in place of what God says about you and where, and what promises he has for your life and stuff. Um, and then it goes deeper, like into like your diet you did change that. Mike's been yeah. strictly gluten-free for like almost a year next month. 
Yeah. Um, well, we sent my stomach. This was an ongoing thing for probably six or seven months, but my stomach would continue to like move up and. Cause you had to train it after being up for so many. Well, that and, years. you know, a lot of that stuff has to do with uh, like food intolerance or food allergies uh, because if your stomach gets irritated by something, it'll uh, restrict itself. And mm. then that will cause it to move up as it like constricts. Um, so we tried first just like changing my diet to be marginally healthier and like take vitamins and supplements and stuff. Uh, but that wasn't working fully. It did work a lot made me feel a lot better but uh, the chiropractor was like a lot of people have intolerance to gluten like maybe try that and I did and felt just physically like cleaner and had more energy and stuff um, but you know slowly after a while the stuff down here stopped you know being as frequent uh, so I've just stuck with it and yeah still gluten-free to this day almost here yeah it definitely helped and yeah, yeah. it I, I i enjoy the gluten-free life except it's ungodly expensive <laughs> <laughs> like a loaf yeah. of freaking bread's like six dollars so dumb yeah but and anyways <laughs> that's mike's rant about that yeah. um what was yeah. the point of telling so all that? that was a no i feel like that was a Oh, was that you? Yeah. Well, that was one of the girls. Um, that was like the, like I said, that was like the start of um, just that huge life change for us. So like then I think we had, okay. So he probably got like, I would say much better by like May and we had yeah. the baby in July. So I did like make all those lifestyle changes and they helped a lot, but I still what, couldn't quite get out of the mental funk. So I did end up getting on a small uh, anxiety medication that I take daily. Yeah. Um, so just wanted All to that, include that in there. That's true. <clears throat> um, yeah, that played a big part too in helping you feel better. Yeah. yeah. There's a, a, a good combination of the two different approaches that people normally take to health. Like I did as much as I could with the natural and holistic way. Mm -hmm. And it really did help a lot. Like, a lot, a lot, uh, but I just couldn't quite get over the hump. So then I used medicine and the cool thing about our doctor is he, he has like a checklist of things that he like wants to try before getting the medication. But like when I came to him, I was told him everything, everything I've done. He's like, well, you've done everything that I would have had you try to do before this. But um, anyways. Yeah, I was going to say, so then I felt like when you got to that point of um, peace, I guess, and like you just were past that, I feel like my mind and like, cause I was trying to hold it together, you know, like with the fear and the worry about like what's going on with you, because I've never seen that with you before. And like, you know, like it's your spouse, it's your significant other, you want to make sure they're better, like their needs, you know, above what you're going through. And you're just stereo. I'm listening. I know, but it just creeped me out because I looked at there. And you're just like, 
anyways um so then once I got like once you got to that place I feel like my body just was like and panic mode sets in like after we had the baby it was like I don't know probably September that like I just like felt like I took on all those feelings I told Mike I was like is your depression contagious because I think <laughs> you gave it to me like this his stained feelings of like I was I just turned 30 right after I had her like all these different things about my life that I felt like I don't know like nothing was bringing me joy like literally the same exact things he was going through it like transferred to me ironically and I've never been that person I'm a very um happy-go-lucky pretty much person that I and I don't talk about my feelings that's just ugh, very gross. true I hate feelings I have to put my foot up hey guys how's it going um <laughs> I uh yeah so it's just like it was one of those things that it was just I didn't know what the heck was wrong with me where I was going just a very very dark place and like I'm I feel like I'm still going through some of those that sometimes in my life um I go through waves of it and I did I I didn't want to admit it before that it was like postpartum depression but I think it was and like anxiety of that because I've never experienced that before so that's why I was like I don't have that I've never had that with my other children why would I have that now but I think it like opened the door with whatever Mike went through too that was kind of like I don't know just like my holding on to how I was feeling when he was going through that just like kind of released through and um the past like couple months or past couple months, it's February now. December, I feel like I went through it again in different ways, like I said. Um, but ultimately, I've taken what I've learned from those different times and have like made the changes for myself. Like my changes were different than what Mike needed to change for his life, I feel like, because um, I wasn't like experiencing like physical pain or anything like that or like worry about death for me it was just like I felt like I lost my purpose in life and like joy and like felt like a failure and all those different things it was just like a different type of sense of that too um so I feel like how I grew and changed in that is definitely also like reshifting my thinking as far as like Again, what God says about me, the promises God has for me and stuff like that. And talking about um, the life he's given me and like what's in front of me every single day and like living for that. And um, it's just challenged me every single day and like has changed me so much drastically in the way that I do things, and the way I'm looking at things. And um, just like, I mean, I'm moving forward with things too in my life. So it's been a rough <laughs> year and a half, but we've made it through. And I do feel like so much growth and change has taken place um, for the both of us. So really. what are ways that you've grown and changed? Um, Back to the question sorry. I asked 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm, I am kidding, but I'm also not kidding. I know, I know. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, I think that was good, too. I know, because I feel like if no one knew what was going on, you'd be like, oh, have you grown and changed? And you can't really give a short answer with all of that that's mm -hmm. gone through. And I feel like that was just like 
you know, the tip of the iceberg, you know, with like actually living in it and feeling it when you've never felt that or seen that. And it's very hard to explain. Yeah. Because I will say like, while I was going through it, you were just like, just think differently. And I'm, because I'm a problem solver, it drives me nuts that he couldn't like fix, go like move through that. And I was just like, well, why don't we do this? Well, I made you an appointment for this and I have you this, take this and do this. And I just don't think that. I know. (laughs) And like, it's not like, I'm not saying it as like a bad thing or like uh, angry or mad or anything, but it's one of those things where like, I didn't understand depression, depression and anxiety before I went through it because I would say the same things about people. Yeah. I'm like, well, why don't they just ch- change what they're doing? Or why don't they just have a different mindset or outlook on life or something? Because it's not possible. <laughs> like when you're going through that, it's not possible. So like, I feel like depression and anxiety is a thing one that's extremely hard to explain to people and on the other side it's extremely hard to understand what somebody who's going through a phase like that or you know struggles with that stuff it's hard to understand like what they're going through how to talk to them how to comfort them in those times until you know, hopefully you don't experience those things. Uh, but it's one of those things where you don't understand until you go through it. Because now I feel like you do, you know, mm-hmm. I know I do. I yeah. didn't before. Um, but anyways. Um, yeah. And just like things that myself personally, that I think that has changed my perspective on, um, I don't know, just shift my thinking of from the ways that I was thinking before and um, has really been to fixate on like, I've shared this before on actually on my Instagram. I was talking about how um, whenever you told me you were going through those days or whatever, that you were not wanting to go to sleep or whatever. And you just explained this to our daughter a few weeks ago and she was feeling this way too, was to like look forward to something that, um, you know, it's going to happen tomorrow. Like silly things as small as like, you're going, he's like, when I wake up tomorrow, there's going to be coffee made for me or whatever. My co- Like he has it set on the thing that he'll have his coffee ready. And when he comes downstairs, it'll be ready for him. And it was something so small, but something to look forward to. And I have seriously taken that into my day so many times when I'm like just overwhelmed with motherhood and other things in life too. I'm just like, what is something so small that like, brings me so like just something that I can look forward to or bring me joy it's I call them little blessings it's now how I look at them and um sometimes it's as simple as like the the sky being a beautiful color or whatever I know I can't really predict that happening but like I see those things and I just choosing to see them differently and like look at them like ah that's a reminder that life is good and God is good and um there's just a lot of good in, in your life. And just to find those little things are like silly things too. Like I shared this before, we have a Chipotle drive through down the street from us and it's life changing. And it's the, it literally makes me so happy that we have it. Frugal February. 
Yeah, that's true. It made me and so happy in January. last time I went there, I literally was Don't in line for like for an hour. Don't and that's not an exaggeration. Someone else was Sat there too. in the drive-thru line. It was a fundraiser night. So Dude, don't... it's the drive-thru. You're not taking orders. They're literally just handing you food out the window. Grace and mercy for those employees. Thank you, Michael. Unbelievable. Anyways, um, so like that's something that I've looked for, like that I've changed in my life. Um, growth wise for me, I know. Okay. If you've known me for the last few years, you know that Instagram has played a very large portion of my life. Um, and lately, and ever, I think like since I went through that, it like shifted for me. Like I was really working for something that like you work for a goal when you do Instagram, you know, to like hit a certain number of followers or whatever. And I dedicated so much of my life in the last like three years of that, that I felt like, um, when I looked up from the screen, everything around me had been changed. My kids grew up. I didn't have any like physical real life friends because I didn't, I'm serious because I didn't communicate with them. I was so fixated on this goal of mine to like want to achieve something and like be something that I was putting all my effort into it. And I was like, I just don't have time for real life relationships, which is absolutely absurd when you say it out loud. Um, so in the past year for me, something huge I've done in my life is I've cut out, um, a lot of like Instagram and stuff like that. I don't do much for it. I do <coughs> projects for me and can't like do stuff for me and I'll share it when I can or whatever, but I've like learned to put it away and just like be live or like live in the moment in the present. Um, and I've made an effort to make friends again. <laughs> and like, I try my best to like get together with someone um, and hang out with people again and just like be, here because like life is a gift and you know and see it that way so it's something huge for me I know that sounds silly <laughs> for me to make friends but it is like Mike has been telling me for the last few years too like hey you Quit being a loser you say it a lot nicer than that. <laughs> <laughs> he's always like yeah I'm being nice I'm saying that you are being nice um but he is he's always like you should really like hang out with this person or you should do that and I'm just like I don't have time I have to finish sanding real quick or doing this but for what reason you know like it's just silly when yeah. you look back on it but it's changed a lot for me uh okay so then i'll say what areas i see positive changes in you and then i'll answer my part okay so <clears throat> i would say the biggest positive change that i've seen has happened in the last month maybe um, but it's been, uh, what you were just talking about one, your like willingness to, you know, step back out and reach out to people about, you know, friendships and hanging out with people and getting to find some friends that you can like talk to about things. Because as much as I enjoy talking to you about stuff, there's, stuff I can't relate to because yeah. I'm not a woman <laughs> and I, I'm not a mom and you know I haven't gone through things that you've gone through so uh, I'm really happy that you're like getting back out in the field again um, <laughs> playing the field yeah. <laughs> um, but that's been awesome and then like one thing that's been really inspiring to me is uh, your um 
I don't know the right way to say it, but like rededication to like your walk with God. Just like, I don't know, every night you're like, I'm going to go upstairs and read the Bible or like do my devotional or whatever, which is really cool. And it's kind of like kicked me into gear being like, oh, I I should probably do that too. (laughs) Uh, And like, you know, bringing the, the whole uh, plan that we're doing, mm-hmm. the 90-day plan, which I never would have done. Um, but, yeah, just those things, they rub off on our family because, uh, like, even the girls, they're, like, excited to pray before bed or other times during the day, which has been really cool because our oldest has been like that for years but like our our middle kid would like cry when they're like do you want to pray before bed bed tonight and she'll like literally start crying be like no i don't want to um but like now she's excited and like talks about jesus and like tonight we were eating dinner and she's like can i just pray by myself right now and we're like sure (laughs) and it's always hysterical yeah (laughs) But that kind of stuff rubs off. Like uh, when when Peyton was going through her stuff, uh, like you had uh, Pastor Mandy come over, who's our kid pastor at church at Red Oaks. Uh, she came over and like talked with Peyton and it was awesome. But like you got the karaoke machine out and now she <laughs> listens to the same old worship CD every single night as she falls asleep, which is super cool. And so now she's walking around the house, like singing worship songs, uh, which ironically are all songs that I used to play like a (laughs) decade ago at at our old church. And like the one song we played way too many times. And it's kind of like, if you know, you know, uh, yeah. Um, And it's kind of triggering to me hearing her walk around <laughs> singing that but it's Non-stop, okay yeah. yeah um but no that that's been the the biggest positive change i've seen not that like you didn't love god before but yeah. it's yeah. just like your relationship has gone up to the next level yeah no thanks babe i appreciate that that you noticed that um because obviously that's a big thing that i'm really am working on like uh like I said, when I was going through this, just this last month in December, I guess it'd be a month, over a month now. Um, it was just a really, really, really dark time for me. And I got to the point, like at the end of the month that I was like, I cannot do this myself anymore. Like, why am I living my life the way I am when like, I don't know, there's like more to life because like God has done so much for us. And I don't know, it just changed my whole perspective. And I f- I don't know. I feel like that. I can feel that our whole family has just changed drastically. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy about it. Okay, now you have to answer the first question. What ways have I changed and grown? Well, outside of what we already talked about, like my diet, probably the biggest like physical change, mm-hmm. um, which then in turn helped me lose a lot of weight, actually. I think I've probably gained some of it back since, but like my first couple trips to the, to my physician, 
I had, I used to weigh in like 225, 226 in my first few trips back to the doctor. I was in like the low 190s. So like I lost 30 pounds. Yeah. (laughs) Which, you know, gluten, eating out fast food, not very gluten friendly. So cut a lot of that out and, uh, you know, stop drinking soda and energy drinks i am drinking a mountain dew right now but we won't talk about that but for the the most part i've become a social drinker of pop (laughs) uh or soda um yeah uh it's soda uh but yeah i i've i'm very limited on my soda intake and I, i haven't drank energy drinks in the longest time um so like all those things help help me lose like 30 pounds, which was awesome. Um, but in a weird way, after going through what I went through, I feel like I've like woken up, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. I feel like life just started now. And like the way I was going through life before, I don't know, just felt like very grumpy and closed off um but i find myself like appreciating things a lot more now um not that i didn't appreciate my family before but like i just love doing dad things with the kids um i feel like obviously going through what i went through uh my relationship with god has has changed and grown. Um, I've grown closer. My prayer life has, has improved and and grown. I feel like, um, I, I, in weird ways, I feel like I'm slightly more wise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I was going through it, I feel like you were very wise about how, um, I don't know, just walking through that with me and, like, giving me advice and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, more understandable. Mm -hmm. Like, things that would annoy me or anger me before, I'm just like, whatever, let's do this. Like, for example, tomorrow we have family pictures. (laughs) In my defense, we haven't had family. Like, we don't have any. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) We don't have any... um, family pictures with our newest baby and she's seven months old tomorrow so well um but yeah before i would just probably be angry all day tomorrow (laughs) because i hate family pictures but he's doing it for me for valentine's day yeah but i'm just like whatever let's just make a good time of it um but i don't don't know i don't know how to describe but describe all the ways because i feel like there's a lot of things (laughs) But I think those are probably the biggest, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Old Pam says, you've grown so much. It's good to see. Well, thank you. Appreciate the kind words. Mm-hmm. Um, so in areas that I see positive change in you, <laughs> do you want me to just like stroke your hair or something like that? Look into your yeah, eyes yeah, and yeah. tell you sweet nothings. This is a family podcast, (laughs) Becca. (laughs) Sweet nothing has always been the weirdest thing to me. People say, anyways, um, it kind of goes back further for you. I feel like, well, 
maybe since I, I don't know. I've seen you change drastically in who By you are. By the way, this is a lighter, just what in you, case anyone. Oh. I don't know, because I've just <laughs> been playing. Have, you're going to get blocked on Facebook I know, again. I know. This is a lighter Facebook. Facebook. Just this is not a gun. This. this is a lighter. Or it said candle. Yeah. Got a new lighter. Sorry, <laughs> I was playing with it. Anyways. <laughs> um, if you've known Mike in the past, you know that he's not un, he's not unsociable. He just doesn't like to be sociable or like outgoing for the most part, or he used to be that way. And that's like one of my favorite new qualities about him is, and I think that like the podcast has brought that out in him a lot, um, is that he's very much more like sociable. Like someone at church even said to me this past week, they're like, our daughter had gotten up and said something in front of the church and prayed for everybody. And they're like, she must get that from her dad. He's so social and like (laughs) outgoing. And I laughed about it because that's not Mm. Mike. He's a, he used to be a very like, shot not i don't know if you don't really have anything in common with him he used to be this I'm very introverted yeah that's the best way to put it but not anymore like you are you're good at holding small talk and stuff like that which you hated before i still do i've seen you i've seen you in action i still hate it though (laughs) but you do so much better with it (laughs) (laughs) i notice it about you and you've like you'll find ways to bring up conversation more and stuff like that instead of just being like meh i don't want to do this which goes back to probably how you were just saying that you're just like looking at things differently um which that's changed like i don't know i just feel like that's been like something that i've seen that i like enjoy now like like before i'd be like i don't want to tell him that we're doing this (laughs) with friends because he's gonna like poo poo it and he's not gonna want to do it he's just gonna sit there like this the whole time uh (laughs) but he's not like that I will say that I do feel like I've grown a lot as a conversationalist. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't say that. Maybe I didn't feel like it was important enough. It is a huge thing if you know. It's 100% because of the podcast. Yeah. Which is really cool that something like this has like taken it for that far for you, like in your personal life. Yeah. Which is hilarious because we took personality tests when we, before we planted our church here uh, amongst the team so we could all understand each other better since we were working with these people for close to two years before the church even opened. Um, But yeah, I'm an introvert with like some extrovert qualities, but more so an introvert, Uh, which is funny because I am the worship leader at our church. So (laughs) I'm standing on the stage with a microphone in front of my face and almost Almost as long as our pastor in every service, which is weird for like, I still don't understand why I'm doing this because it is not my personality at all. But plot twist, our pastor and him are the exact same personality. Yeah. So we have a bunch of introverts just running this church. Yeah, it's and super it's awesome. weird. But like, yeah, if people actually knew how I am, they would probably be like, this is super weird that you're doing that. But on top of that, like I am the host of now two podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you've listened to Showboys at all, like I don't ever shut up on that stupid show, <laughs> but it's, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Being on the podcast has helped me be a better conversationalist. Um, I mean, I can talk with my friends about stuff all the time, but we've had, many guests on the show who are complete strangers to me that I've had to 
have a conversation with for, I mean, our episodes are like an hour and a half to two and a half hours long. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. It's just. I just remember weird. like back in the day, like people would talk to you, come up to you or be like, and say like trying to just talk to you and you'd be like, yep. They, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. Well, I got to go. Yeah. I mean, if you, I still don't really do small talk that great. He does a lot. Like I've seen you. I don't know why you're, why you're saying but, like this. they come up and just be like, so man, this weather's crazy. And I just be like, yeah. And that was it. I'm like, <laughs> not anymore. I'd yeah. be like, yeah, is that nuts? I really like this. But like, I'm just like, look at this little social butterfly on my hands here. Um, but that was like a big thing that I really continue. noticed. I want to hear more. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what is that? It's like, it's my foot. Big toe is just like hanging out there. Um, Okay, and I think this has to do with the fact that you, because of what you went through and the realization that you've had for life, you know, um, but like your relationship with our girls is very, very intentional and like just like the way that, I don't know, even the way you play with them, like they know like that daddy's fun and he's going to like, and it's funny because we've talked about this before, Mike and I, before he worked from home, our middle daughter... She's stubborn. Let's just say that. She looks exactly like him and acts like him. But she had she's always been a mama's girl and like they struggle like with she'd never just want to be held by anyone but me. So that was hard for Mike because our oldest was like a big daddy's girl and stuff. And so like their relationship was very wasn't like bad or anything like that, but they just didn't bond, like had that click or whatever that like she'd always be like, No, my mommy is dead. <coughs> Well, with him working from home, it shifted everything. And now, like, she's like, oh, I'm drawing a picture. Of, like, just tonight, she was like, I'm drawing a picture of daddy wearing a wig because I want to see what he looks like with a wig. <laughs> and, like, just, like, she's constantly like, the daddy monster is coming to get us. <laughs> and, like, the, like, plot, like, all these things and wait. And just, like, she'll come down here and just, she says she does piano lessons while Mike's here working. She's like, I need to do my piano lessons with daddy. But like, just like that, that relationship is my favorite. But just like the intentional things that they, he spends with them and like, he'll take his breaks and like be with them and talk to them. And like, you hear that, Nick, him. you hear that? My lunch breaks. He does. He gives it. He's a good guy. He, he always gives- makes fun of me because I do play video games on my lunch break. No, he actually comes upstairs and takes the baby a lot of times for me. So I can finish working on something. He gives me his lunch breaks. <laughs> um, no, but that's just how he is. And like, same with the baby. Like, he's really good about, he's really, really good with the baby. Like, I think he's better than I am with her. Like, a lot of times I'll get frustrated and I'll just lose my breaking point And he'll just be like, all right, let's go downstairs and work with daddy for a little bit. Um, but I don't know. He's just been like that. This played a huge part. And I think it's just because he realized, I mean, there's like his, Time is precious, you know, and like the time that we have with them. Um, so, I mean, not like that you weren't intentional with them before, but I just see so much more of an effort and like wanting that time with them instead of like just be like, oh, I need to spend time with my kids, you know? Mm-hmm. Now you like want to, and the girls crave that from their daddy too, and that time with them. But like that was a really big positive change and really cool to see. Not well. First, Pam says you used to be so quiet, like Dave. I miss Dave, um, <laughs> but yeah, I still am. You guys just see the talkative version, 
because I have to. I want everybody next time I see him <laughs> to ask him 20 questions. As long as they're not just small talk questions. <laughs> and then Nick says, now he does. <laughs> oh, like before the baby? Yeah, <laughs> oh, I know he babies. did. Like but the girls were so much more independent before I had her. So they like, didn't really need his help as much. But now I'm like... I just need you to quit your job and still make money and take care of all the kids yeah, for I'm me. I'm basically, uh, you know, the sole provider for our family, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm the income. Here we go. But Here I'm also go. the stay-at-home he's, dad. He's the manny. I don't know what she does. I don't either. Honestly, I paint the living room with not enough paint and realize that we're not doing yeah. or we're doing frugal. <laughs> Anyways, but well, I, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. There's just been a lot of good things, I feel like, that have come out of the last year with, like, all the hard times, but all the, like, the good that came out of it. And I'm excited to see where it goes because he briefly said something about our oldest. She was, like, going through some, like, weird nightmares and, or not even nightmares. She wasn't even sleeping. Well, at first, it was a weird nightmare. Yeah, and we're not going to go into that. Yeah. Um, But she went through a lot, and I feel like, Mike and I, I don't know. I feel like we handled it really well. Like it's helped our parenting, um, just what we've gone through. Cause we could like explain to her, like the, just like the little things that he was explaining to her is just like, she was like, Oh, you're right. You know, tomorrow's pizza day at school, you know, like silly yeah. things that she could look forward to. Like he, like just the little tidbits of help that, um, I don't know. It's just like helped our family in general with what we've gone through and have changed us and grown from it and all that good stuff. Yeah, it's been a long, tough year, but um, I feel like it was it was all refi- a refining process. Like, I mean, steel and iron has to go through the forge and in the flame before you can shape it into what its you know uh, what its purpose is, what its you know final form is, or whatever. I don't yeah. know how to finish explaining that analogy, but like, you know, I feel like this year was, was the flame portion or just being shaped and molded and all the, the extra excess things that we didn't need, you know, character wise. Yeah. were just being, you know, burnt away. Um, it was painful, but. You know, I think we're on the other end now, and it's brought a lot of positive things afterwards. Yeah. But yeah, um, I remember what I was saying now. <laughs> <laughs> Nick says, "Whoa, big analogy." Sometimes they come out uh, not very often, but every once in a while, here and there. Yeah. Between all the dad jokes. <laughs> you have to yeah. sort through them. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, like I said, it's just been a long... And it's weird because, I, like I said, I feel like we've never experienced hardship in our marriage. Like, I mean, obviously the first year of marriage was hard because <laughs> I was a little brat. and I was, <laughs> I was just telling someone that the other day. Yeah. I, I feel like in, in terms of personal struggles... Yeah. Like, of course, I mean, we've been married for 10 years, so we've gone through a lot of marriage things that happen in most marriages, right? But, like, 
neither of us have personally dealt with a struggle like we did. Mm -hmm. But on top of that, we haven't dealt with our partner struggling like yeah. either of us did. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like it, like, I mean, it would have been great if just one of us went through yeah. this, but I don't think it would have let the other person fully understand what's going on because like I said before, you don't, it, it's the type of thing you don't understand until you experience it. So I think as sucky as it was, both of us going through it was a net positive because then we could relate and know how to like comfort each other. Yeah. And I don't know. I think, I know it sounds kind of silly to say this, but I feel like, I mean, it definitely brought us closer because we had to lean on each other a lot for different things. And, um, like there were just so many things that like, normally I just like roll my eyes at him. He, he was trying to give me advice. You should see me when I'm giving birth in this man over here. I'm just like, you just literally saying the up. same things the <laughs> midwives and doctors have said every time she's given birth. Yeah, but when he says it, it's strangle him. I want him out of there. <laughs> By the way, I could probably be a midwife. Here we go. <laughs> I was I basically never said anything. I was basically a midwife during uh, okay. the newborn's birth. Just saying. I could go work. He was, them. he literally said that to them too, because his job was to put towels on my head <laughs> hey, to help me cool off. Hey, and he you was like, it though. he was like, hey, if you guys are hiring, I mean, I could work for you. Again, who's the social guy? Mike before would have never said that. <laughs> but, anyways, I was saying, um, no, I think it like, because of that, it like brought us to a deeper, I don't know, connection, I guess you could say, of, like, understanding, and it, like, brought a newfound, like, love for him in a way, because, like, I don't know, like, it was just so scary and stuff like that, and my heart was breaking because his was, like, so scared and so, I don't know, like, unknown, and it was just, like, seeing him now through it and, like, happy again and himself again is just, like, that is one thing that honestly brings me joy every day that he's back and he's better than he was. So I don't know. It was just like a total God thing and you just wouldn't, I don't know. It was God's cool. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, so. I agree. I was going to say that <clears throat> this process has brought us closer together, but you did a better job explaining it. So good job. <laughs> Pam says, tell each other every day you love each other. Going through a bad divorce here and it's hard. Take care of each other. So glad you are both happy. You have a great wife. Yes, Aww. Becca is quite awesome. Thanks, and I truly feel uh, sorry for the situation you're going through. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, when I first saw the things, you know, transpire uh, on your social media, yeah, it made me really sad because I spent a lot of time, obviously, you know, with you guys at your house. And, yeah, it's just crazy um, to think about. And after being married now, like, I can't imagine the pain that something like that would cause. So, yeah, I feel I feel really bad. And I, ho and I hope you're uh, doing okay and coming out on the other side a little bit stronger. Um, but yeah, last week we told you guys that we were going to 
do a more serious episode. So hopefully you enjoyed the hour and seven minutes of us telling you our I mean, life story over the last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just the real life. I mean, that's what we're here for, right? To be real raw. <laughs> I was going to say real raw and ugly. <laughs> that makes no sense. Uh, I think uh, what we say in our description is uh, open and honest it is. conversations. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I like talking about this stuff and I, I like to be an open book. So um, one thing that I found with doing Showboys is podcasting can be very therapeutic. And I mean, on that podcast, I'm just talking about shows and video games and movies and stuff it's not nearly as serious as this uh tonight was or anything but um yeah it felt good to be able to talk this out with whoever's listening i don't know i mean we've talked this out but like i don't think we've talked about it this much i feel like i've come away from this conversation with some new realizations and i don't know yeah it's been good. Um, yeah, I enjoy talking about these things. And actually, which is really weird because I hate talking about feelings or being vulnerable or anything mushy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the worst girl ever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, also, that's the funny thing is the whole point of us doing this podcast, at least what I was hoping, was to be able to have conversations like this because this isn't something that we would just sit on the couch and talk about. Yeah, that's true. And so, like, what I was my goal of doing the podcast, as much as you know, I want to put out conversations for anyone listening, maybe to like relate to or by chance learn from. Not that we know what we're doing at all because we don't, but um, more it was to have these intentional conversations together because we probably wouldn't yeah otherwise yeah that's true and like also because i don't talk about it it's just how i was i grew up um i feel like hopefully that it'll you know transpire to other people that it's okay to talk about things in hard times and basically what you said but um yeah that's that. Yep. It's almost bedtime already. Well, it's past your bedtime for sure. Um, but yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, thanks to everyone who commented in. Appreciate that. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Couple Conversations Podcast. Nope, Sorry, I have a burp. He does um, this. Oh, it's not the hiccups, though. Nope, just burp. Uh, you can follow Showboys Podcast on Facebook and twitter uh we live stream our episodes there i've been really slacking on uploading the audio versions which if you're listening to this right now you don't listen to the audio version but uh i plan on this weekend uh mixing them and throwing them on our platforms there uh you can follow a couple conversations on instagram Mm a couple conversations podcast yeah uh, and then you can find our three links, I think, uh, at linktr.ee slash couple conversations podcast. Um, yeah, thanks for hanging out. We'll see you in a couple weeks. <laughs>